Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Jake Javarelli, and Blockchain John is uh, taking that night off. This is episode 480 on January 25th of 2023, and I just want to show you guys a little website that John himself put together very recently. Of course, we always have our coin tree. You can check out all of our donation links as well as all of our links to our social media and other such sites. But we put up this website recently because people are looking for more, uh, what are they called? Uh, interviews. <laughs> I can't remember what they were called. We haven't done it in such a long time. <laughs> we're going to be doing interviews again. Uh, not interviews for jobs, but interviews for uh, people in the industry. So if you want to book, if you want to join us, you want to uh, have your crypto company talked about uh, through C3 Media. We'd really appreciate you can come here and book online with this little link right here. So let's just get into the news because that's all I wanted to talk about with this. So Celsius is hinting at a new token launch as part of a restructuring plan. So it's kind of funny how Celsius is going through all this uh, as of late. They're still, of course, restructuring as part of the Chapter 11 that they filed like, about a year ago now. It was at the end of uh, 2021, and everything hit the fan, and they're just going into the toilet, right? Well, they still owe a ton of money, right? That's n nothing new going on there. But now they thought, hey, let's tell the judge, uh, maybe if we just offer a different token, people can invest in that, and we can use that money to pay back. You know, that's sounding an awful lot like a Ponzi scheme. I'm not 100% certain that the judge in this case is going to say yay to this because it just feels like robbing Peter to pay Paul. So it's it's another thing. It's another, you know, way to avoid paying their debts. But if they just stopped Ponzi scheming, maybe they wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> I can't dismiss the fact that I would like to have my money back as uh, several hundred million, or not hundred million, several uh, tens of millions of dollars worth of people would like to have theirs back as well. We all learned our lesson the hard way. Same thing with FTX as well as 3 of Capital and everything else that's failed in the last year of 2022. Let's just move to the next news. This is actually something I think is funny. How the Porsche NFT dropped, crashed, and burned. So what exactly went on here? Well, um... If you're not already aware, the uh, Porsche NFT drop came and they had about 7,500 uh, individual Porsche NFTs. And because it's for the 911, the price of all the NFTs was 0.911 ETH. Well, this didn't really go over that well. I mean, at the time, I think the amount of money was about $1,500 US. So people were like, well, that's a little expensive for this thing. And... Porsche's like, well, well, you know, everybody loves Porsches, and Porsches cost way more than $1,500. But it's not just about buying a, a pretty picture on the blockchain. Um, this is kind of an entry to other aspects. So it's like it's like a key card. And I'm not saying a key card gets you into another Tesla. Uh, Tesla one, like Porsche. Um, but uh, anyways, the <laughs> when people weren't buying up the... Uh, NFTs as quickly as Porsche was hoping, at least the uh, Web3 company that was working on this. They, uh, th it just ceased, and people weren't weren't going willing to pay a 911, a 0.911 ETH for each one of these NFTs. So it, they just said, "All right, well, we're, we're just going to cut it off and, and make them more scarce." 
we're going to cut it down by a certain number and say, oh, there's only 1,800 now. So they kind of FOMO'd their way in and kind of pushed people to buy, like, oh, look, scarcity. We just created a bunch of scarcity. Oh, it was already 7,500 uh you know, NFTs. That's pretty scarce. That's not like a um, hundred million NFTs. That's because it's just an asset. So it, it it just it failed. There's a lot of other NFT pro- pro- programs out there that not aren't necessarily doing very well either. And this is just another example of mismanagement. There's actually there's a couple of tweets in here. I think that uh, uh, people were. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Frog says. The mint didn't close, and the tweet made people fear missing out into minting more NFTs at 9-11 ETH. You can check on the chain, but the amount sold is pretty big in the last two hours since the tweet. Whoever is running ETH Porsche, uh, you, you're not helping Porsche. Uh, brand, you suck. <laughs> uh, I guess, I, I mean, it's a it's a... Great sports car, I'm guessing. I know I, I don't want to piss any, any Porsche-loving people off. Uh, there's plenty of people out there. I have several friends who own them. I've never been into the cars. But, you know, it's NFTs, and I like NFTs, so it would be nice if the company running this would do the right thing and make it all better, hopefully. Now, you never really know how much your cloud is worth until you try dropping an NFT. <laughs> Moving on. So Roger Ver says he doesn't have to pay the $21 million that he owes to Genesis. Roger Ver is also known as Bitcoin Jesus. Why? Why, Roger Ver? Why are you just denying this? And frankly, this is kind of the the rich man's burden. I don't know if that's the right way of uh, applying it. It's kind of the, uh, I have a lot of money involved. I had a lot of money invested in this thing. And uh, you have to prove that I owed it to you. And basically, he's kind of just saying, so sue me. Because he's already done this once with CoinFlex. Uh, CoinFlex CEO Mark Lamb claimed on Twitter that Ver owes the company $47 million and said he's already been issued a default notice and for failure to pay up. Well, uh, Genesis also says that uh, Roger Ver owes them little less than $21 million, and Roger Ver is doing the exact same thing to Genesis that he did to... Uh, CoinFlex. He's basically going, so sue me. <laughs> basically, he's being a big-ass dick. And uh, it's, it, like I said, this is like the same kind of burden that wealthy people have. And I've seen other wealthy people do the same thing. They're kind of like, yeah, it's a lot of money, and I know you need it, and uh, it's going to cost you more money to try to get it away from me than it's worth the money, because you, you, you already don't have money. What are you going to do about it? And it's. I'm not saying people haven't done it for less money. They certainly have. Kind of like uh, in small claims court, or not even small claims court, but if if you owe a company a certain amount of money, they're not going to go after you because it'll just cost you cost them more than the amount of money they owe to go after you for it. So they kind of just have to take it as a loss, and it's kind of just it's just a dick move. It's really a dick move. So he's just basically saying, "I'm rich, so so sue me." And that's, it doesn't make you look like a nice person. I'm not saying, and he even he even admits in his little Reddit that he had the money, but he's just not going to give it back. Like, sorry, not going to pay up. You know, go F yourselves. <laughs> uh, it, you're burning bridges, dude. 
you're burning bridges. It's going to be harder to get into another project with this, but he's probably saying the same thing. It's like, well, I get to keep the $61 million that I now don't get, not giving back to you guys. So, or whatever, it's not 61 and 60, $58 million. Or, no, it'd be 68. Anyways, the point is, he's keeping the money and asking them to sue him. And it, I guess he can try to use that money. Of course, if he loses in court, they have to pay that plus all their fees. So, I don't know if it's good or if it's bad. Just because you get into uh, Bitcoin early doesn't mean you have to be a total dick. All right, moving on. So this one I'm really enthusiastic about. Ethereum NFT hit Doodles with Launch Doodles 2 on the Flow. The Flow blockchain? Why Why is Doodles going to the Flow blockchain? Uh, you know, Solana and uh, Polygon are perfectly useful. Did Flow offer the Ethereum to uh, rather the doodles to group more money to or is it just make it easier i have no idea uh doodles is one of the most prominent ethereum nft projects around really what about board ape yacht club hmm uh well i guess the reason here is board ape yacht club you can't change your ape once you get it and this is the thing that's kind of neat about doodles is that there's all kinds of options let me just show you real quick here Let's see, turn the audio off and play this little duty here. Here are the options, a whole bunch of different things you can apparently change your doodle to look like. Now, one of the reasons that is mentioned in this article that um, is the reason they're going to the flow blockchain, whether it be Solana or Polygon, is just the fact that uh, the cost to change your doodle is a whole lot cheaper. Um, owners of Doodles 2 will be able to personalize them, uh, the look of their avatars, including the body, apparel, expression, and accessories. Uh, that's pretty neat. I mean, you can literally make your avatar look different depending upon the day. And even though it's not necessarily game-based, it you can't, I mean, I guess you could own multiple BAYCs, and I'm sure people do. Uh, but then, you know, it's, it's, there's no customization I mean, even with uh, mutant apes, you know, you can get a different looking ape, but that's it. The way it is is the way it is. You can't change it. I think this is really kind of brilliant because it kind of gives a gamification of NFTs, which is, in my opinion, a really good use for NFTs. You know, they're cross-platform. You can change them. You can do all kinds of different things. Board Ape Yacht Club was really just the beginning. And I think in the near future, if not right away, other people are going to be following the exact same suit as Doodles. Obviously, Doodles are really popular. $700 million spent on these things so far. It's just going to get better and better as we go on. Um, if a collector connects an Ethereum wallet and holds a Doodles NFT, the duplicator, that's D-O-O-P-L-I-C-K-C-A-T-O-R NFT, uh, they can use the duplicator to create wearable customizations on Flow. It's pretty awesome. Really, really enthusiastic about this. Moving on. So uh, this is an article near and dear to my heart because as a longtime miner, um, it's good to see uh, one of the largest companies in the world not filing for bankruptcy. <laughs> uh, one of the largest mining companies. Uh, Blockstream raises $125 million for mining despite the industry bloodbath. This is awesome to see. Uh, the the uh, fundrise... Uh, raise right fundraising allows us to accelerate the year-over-year rhetoric. Uh, this is just a you know uh, financial talk from the CEO uh, that we created in 2021 Series B, 
and continue to build infrastructure in the future Bitcoin economy, explained Eric Sven Svensson, blockchain's president and CFO, in a press release. The demand for Blockstream's hosting services remains high due to the company's strong track record and substantial scale, coupled with industry-wide shortage of available power capacity. Basically, they're taking advantage of the downturn of the market, which is exactly when it is best to mine, in my opinion. It's hard to do it because you need cash. But if you got cash, like they obviously do, it's the best time to mine because it, it's it's relatively cheap. Less people are in the market mining. You have this advantage. So when the market recovers, you've basically paid less. And so I, it, this is brilliant. I'm so grateful to see at least one company on the up and up. Wish it were my company too, but I never really stopped mining. Once you start, once you start mining, you almost never stop. <laughs> and uh, lastly, which I think this is the last little entry here, is this company called Zebedee, Z-E-B-E-D-E-E, -E -E, <laughs> um, is making it possible for you to listen to earn. To uh, draw listeners in, the platform uses RSS feeds to make podcasts from other platforms available to its listeners. Using the Fountain app to listen to their favorite podcast, earn, uh, users can earn small amounts of Bitcoins. Small amounts being Satoshis. But basically, as you listen, you earn Satoshis. Now, we have also an interesting thing. If you're ever a guest on our podcast, per the thing I made at the top of the hour, uh, you can earn C3 Media tokens. For every minute that a guest is on C3 Media's interview of a guest uh you earn one c3 media token and because in the early days before it was a partnership between myself and john uh i earned quite a few c3 media tokens in the very beginning now you can also earn cb uh cbd c3 media tokens uh by joining our discord and just going into the economy channel and doing slash work or slash daily I mean, every single hour you can get more and more and at the beginning of every month like it's coming up in only six days basically a week from now uh there will be a huge 10x to 500x i think it's a 500x and john really jacks up the price uh not price but the amount you can get and and it's not like you're getting c3 media tokens like like this you know satoshis for nothing um, C3 media tokens be, can be traded for NFTs. So if you want an NFT that it's going to be on you know, blockchain, uh, Raven or Evermore, uh, you can get free NFTs just by coming and hanging out in the Discord and doing a slash command in the economy uh, channel. So we encourage everybody if you want to participate and or just you know just talk to us. We'd love to hear from our our viewers and our subscribers. It's always great to see you guys in the Discord. Uh, so yeah. Uh, if you if you feel like you are interested, or maybe you just know somebody who wants to uh, come on as an interviewed guest, we'd love to have you. You can book online through our website. The new website it's just a, it's a placeholder till we get our Web three website up and running, which is almost done. It's supposed to be done in February, so uh, we're really excited about seeing that, and we're really grateful for anybody who's listening to the show and watching our content and you know pointing out corrections. We always appreciate when people. Uh, let us know what we may have said wrong. I'm perfectly happy to listen to say someone uh, give me merited rebuke. So thank you all for listening. I know it's been a relatively short episode today. Uh, it's just not as many, not, not as much fun when John's not here. So uh, I encourage you to check out the coin tree, donate if you will, 
check out our new temporary holding page here. It's also sponsored through Wix. And uh, as I say at the end of every episode, stack sats and hodl. Adios.